0: is there
1: hope for me is there
0: <laughs> so we're opening with is there hope for me and i think the answer is yeah man is there Isn't hope for it? me i think the answer is yeah just a little bit of you know saw, rub the ears What's and that? uh I'm more gonna... mistakes i think more mistakes. yeah who
1: knows i was thinking we could go into breaking apart the mission absolutely talk a little bit about where it came from how it came to be and how people can take action on it from wherever they're at. Do you want to talk about how it started? Like how we got there and how it like
0: initially manifested? How it well, it's almost like Cat Cloud or it meaning the our mission. mission? Well, talking about the mission. Because at the beginning, I mean, we had Mm-mm. this mission in and of itself was kind of there. But we, you, myself, and Charles hadn't named that it was accurate.
1: I can't even remember what the first draft of our mission I know I worked was. It was Well the first draft of the mission is actually like an iteration
0: of this subset with some with some like uh benchmarks. One of them which was if you leave people happier than you found them, you did your job. And it was almost like we were trying to oversimplify the idea to make it so that we weren't thinking big enough, essentially. We thought we were thinking pretty big, but we were essentially at the time just thinking about cafe operations and hospitality because hospitality, and at least from my opinion, hospitality was a thing that we excelled at and we assumed, which is wrong of us, I think, that the coffee, no matter what, would be good if, and that we wouldn't have to make it such like a, a focus point at the get-go. We would talk about hospitality and changing people's lives by making them feel happy and because of that, you know, like we decided to grab. If you leave them feel, leave people happier than you found them,
1: and it was this really like, which isn't a bad intention in no. the way that we were trying to explain what the that's fuck what is I'm going saying. Like
0: we weren't thinking so big
1: enough to articulate. Functionally, it. great. Someone comes into the store, the experience that they have, if that leaves them with a smile on their face as they walk out the right. door, we can we can say that cool. We did good a job. good job, right? In terms of our mission statement, we're leaving people happier than when they came in. That's great, and that made perfect sense to me. It didn't, right? It didn't feel. Not everyone understood what the fuck we were talking it about. It just evolved into cheesiness. It, it, it evolved into this corny thing where we were known and are known still as you know we're known as a service-based, hospitality-driven company, and this leave people happier. Turned into people acting like how they don't act in real life, doing things that made me not even ever want to come into the cafe. I'm like, I'm not fucking going in there. The people in there, are fucking, what's going on with you? You like walk in the door, people like, hey, what's up, dude? What's (laughs) going on? I'm like, who the fuck talks like that? Like, you don't talk like that. I know you outside of work. You ain't never say shit like that. (laughs) That motherfucker ain't like that. Shit ain't going down like that. But you can't come to me like that. Plus it took away from the end-end goal of actually what it meant to create a memorable experience or even if you just take the what we were using took away from what it meant to <coughs> excuse me to actually leave people happier right because one of the amazing things about being on the front line of guest service is you have the opportunity to shape people's days. So one of the things I always say about the coffee shop is people get up in the morning, they take a shower, they eat breakfast, and they go out to go to work. And on their way to work, they get coffee. So when you go into the coffee shop, those people that are in line and you're working there, you're the first person that they see that's not a part of their immediate family or their household out in the real world. You have the opportunity to set their tone Set the tone for their day, and it can be really, really amazing, Help. or you can give them an experience that leaves them being like, fuck, this day sucks, and now it's going to continue to suck because I yep. just had another shitty experience. You have, right. the, you have the opportunity to really lift them up. One of the things that's tricky and I think makes hospitality work really engaging is that the people who are the best at hospitality are really intuitive, and they log in their brain what people are into what people will respond to mm. so when you're in in when you're in hospitality you can't treat everyone the same way because everyone is different mm. everyone wants something different and it's your job if you're into that thing to give them that right so if you're paying any kind of attention to someone like me when i come into the coffee shop is i don't want someone to yell at me and scream at me even if it's in a positive way that doesn't make me feel comfortable, and you right. can see that in my body language, in the way I respond, and that was really, really challenging for me. Because people were like, "Hey man, what's up, dude? Sick day, huh?" And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. And there's obviously You're a all, ton of things to unpack there. I'm the owner of the organization. There's a different dynamic to that. They think they're doing a good job, but well, we also set them up to feel that way right. at the beginning. It's, it's not all their fault, but that ended up happening. So we we ended up having this culture that felt very bubblegum. And mm-hmm. there's a certain amount of people who resonated with it and for certain people they're like I don't know about those guys. They're kind of over the top. It just feels it didn't feel really authentic because it wasn't. I mean, they
0: wrote us up in the paper uh, and gave us a second award when we won like best cafe in in Santa Cruz for whatever the readers writers whoever the what would they call that thing? Uh sure, readers choice. That's the one. But then there was another part they're like Happiest people at a cafe for no reason, cat and Gl- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and It was like what it's like, kind of cool, but also like I mean a it's t- awesome. A
1: kitschy, like, it's a kitschy dig in some strange sense. And it's
0: and honestly, it's the thing is is it's all good until it is misunderstood and therefore misapplied. And that's what ended up happening is that as we grew, there was more opportunity for people to make their own assumptions of what it means to be happy. And we had to evolve a couple times over. I mean, the first evolution was, "Hey, leaving people happier." Let's break this down for you guys a little bit more. We had to talk about this. You, me, myself, and Charles uh, in our in our owner meeting at the time, we we're like, "Okay, actually, we need to we need to help people to see that like you're actually not happy unless you're challenged, and and when you overcome challenges and you see them through, and and people help you become better, you're actually that's when you actually feel happy. You're proud of yourself." And then we had to like write that into orientation and like give it another <laughs> twist and be like, "Okay, just so you know." You're still going to have to work pretty hard here, and when you get coached, and when you get given feedback, like it's not a bad thing, and we had to even like approach it like that. And that was the first iteration of us trying to be honest, because we had in a way dug ourselves a little bit of a hole. 100 percent,
1: and on on multiple levels, right So you've got that the level one, which is, I have to give you feedback, right. Feedback it's going to improve your ability to deliver on what our mission actually is yeah feedback it's not because i hate you it's actually because i like you and i want you to be better and it's going to make the guest experience so much better right which is hey you know i saw you do this this is actually how we do it and here's why it's got to be better cool that should be pretty clean and clear being able to communicate and give feedback is is a huge part of work and shouldn't be seen as a negative thing it's a really positive thing
0: yeah it means we care enough to try to make you better and own the experience that you signed up to work at
1: (laughs) so when when you have when you get feedback and we all know this it doesn't always feel great in the moment because if you really care about your job and you get some feedback there's that potential to feel like oh shit i i failed i messed up i let somebody down and those feelings are okay to have it's completely natural to have those feelings but you're right in the moment maybe you're not happier than you were five minutes ago before you got the feedback um that's level one. Level two is if you have someone who's participating in your culture who actually doesn't belong and they need to move on and it's really clear, like, man, this person doesn't fit in. Right. They don't get it. They're not getting it no matter what's happening. It's just, it's just not landing. Two, have to remove that person. Again, not because we don't like that person, but because each individual person that you have in your organization who is not on board with how the culture goes, is a black hole of death for that culture. Of death? Of death. <laughs> that was- I'm fucking claim that shit, dude of death black hole of and i thought death. it was amazing you can work so hard and build up so many people in your we we see this all the time where we did this all the time we did this all the time <laughs> where we would have a cafe of people incredible potential amazing you know 90 percent of them were just on board with what we're doing want to do the best job ever you get one person in there who is a cultural misfit and is not on board, they can bring the, unravel the whole shit just so fucking fast. So it fast. It is really gnarly. Yeah. So to be able to protect the culture that you've built, that you've worked so hard to create, to be able to do the right thing for everybody else who is on board, right. sometimes you have to get rid of people. Absolutely. Sometimes you have to remove those people. And it's better. F- Holy shit. He's getting choked up. Getting choked up it's better for those it's better for the person who's having a hard time too it's better, better for, for the misfit absolutely because but especially the if misfits. you're not fitting in if you're unhappy who wants to come to work every day feeling unhappy not plugged in and generally bummed like this place sucks it's if you think it sucks you probably shouldn't be there and i know it's it sometimes feels easier to stay yeah, it's than it's to, to just a oh, man i need to get out of here yeah. and, and get another job mm-hmm. So when we're taking those people out of the equation, having those conversations that are really tricky, we were challenged a lot by like, man, you can't you can't get rid of this person. That's not going to leave them happier. How's right. that leaving them happier? You're taking their job away. Right. They're bummed. I'm not trying to have these conversations with people. An this, argument. Is, this is against the mission. I don't uh-huh. get it. Like, if we say we're going to leave people happier, we have to do it for every single person, no matter what. Oh man, it was so hard too. Because then you start trying to be.
0: I mean, we want to be a really transparent company, and the more you we were sharing under the under this mission, the more people could poke holes when the reality is is sometimes you have to make super hard calls in a in a company that aren't necessarily at the time honestly you don't even know if they're the right calls. Let's be honest like you're a business owner and you're like, okay, this is I think what we have to do and at the time, it wasn't so easy for us to make those decisions, and we set out and put a lot of time into attempting, and we'll talk about values later, through mission, which is what we do every single day, by the way. I guess we never said this. Like The the idea of a mission is what everybody does every day. It's the action. It's the It's the phrase upon the actions that you take no matter what throughout the day. If we do this thing, then we're doing the thing that we set out to do as a company. Anyway, but under that initial mission, we it was not so easy for us to back up our decisions because everybody's idea of happiness is different and everybody's idea of what will make them happy, especially even ourselves at the time, was not fully calibrated. And we were trying, but we were also overwhelmed. And then, man, to be transparent and to let all these different individuals in and try to share with them, hey, here's where we're going, try to get them on board to come with. They would come, but they probably also were like well i don't want to make him unhappy and tell him how i feel and then and then there was just like a lack of true honesty across the board because we hadn't really established like how we do and it was very we were learning too like how do you lead this way how do you lead with this being first no matter what and how do you lead with values first no matter what and we were pretty we were better than i think most Companies when they start. Well, we started. We started with a mission and values, exactly. which most people which is, don't. Which is good, and we put in the time. Mm-hmm. But man, we we have, and we still have so much to learn. It's just so interesting to look back and have so many, so many people misunderstand because how could you what it means to leave people happier? Because the, the the mission should work internally as well as externally as well, which we haven't really talked about. Like a mission of a company is not just for the guests who come in, even though. They are the people who pay your bills. It should work for the people inside as well. And that's where, that's, I think, where something's saying, like, if you leave happier, you're, we've done our job is essentially what we used to say. And everybody at some point could just be like, yeah, well, I mean, it's super expensive. to live in Santa Cruz and I'm whatever and I have to work this much or I have to do that or I, you know it's just I'm not I don't feel very happy and I'm and I'm like me neither dude <laughs> it's super hard right now but oh I was that fucking you know bummed but that doesn't change the course of what we were trying to do what was important is that we didn't know how to say what we were trying to do and that is where we had to do a lot of work and it took nearly four years to even get there
1: The Cat and Cloud Podcast is sponsored by Steeped Coffee. Steeped Coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag. You don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess. No matter where you are, all you have to do is add hot water. Each steep pack is individually sealed in nitrogen flush so it stays fresh and it's got this special immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed which means it's sealed together with no glue, no staples, so there's no weird stuff floating around in your coffee. Steeped is a benefit B Corp. They ethically source all their coffee. Their packaging is fully compostable and they believe that business should be done without compromise. You can get your hands on Steeped coffee at SteepedCoffee.com that's S-T-E-E-P-E-D coffee.com asking your local retail stores to start carrying Steeped or having your favorite roaster reach out and get in touch. If you happen to be in Santa Cruz come on by any of the Cat and Cloud locations we have it there for you. Basically, they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry and make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned, pre-ground innovation. So tell all your friends. If you don't, if you don't listen to the podcast at all, have no idea what's going on. My name's Chris Baca. This is Jared Truby. We own Cat & Cloud Coffee in Santa Cruz, California. We're a mission and values-based company. And as we've just kind of been talking about our mission, our mission is to inspire connection by creating memorable experiences yeah so let's take that and unpack it in the day-to-day and look at maybe how people would do that in our organization at every at every level so if you come to work at cat and cloud there's let's look at the cafe because it's the easiest easiest thing to imagine for people out there right they've all most everybody has walked into a
0: cafe of some sort right yeah
1: there's Multiple positions within the cafe. So Uh when you start, the first position that you occupy is what we call a concierge. Right. And the concierge is named as such because instead of what most people would call, oh, I'm a reg op, which doesn't sound... In, yeah or cashier wow. words are important right words they, are important. they set up how you view the job that you have at least so, we believe that so whether that's it's for you true 100 percent true, 100% yeah. true. I, yeah. I don't care if you disagree with me you're fucking wrong about yeah. that shit like it language is incredibly important we don't get it perfect all the time but we try he's got a droopy mic dude oh shit <laughs> Anyway. Camera one. Camera two. (laughs) I got this, dude. I can fix it. Keep going. So if you have a job. I got a Buku tool set. If you get a job and they bring you on they say, hey, you're going to start tomorrow. You're going to be a reg op. Boom. Triggers in your mind. Okay, Okay. cool. I'm a reg op. Sick name, first of all. So my job is to push buttons on the register (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I'm going to take people's money and I'm going to give them change and I'm going to ring things in. And that's what it is. Also, they won't even give me a full title. I'm a reg reg op. op. Not even a register operator. I'm just a reg op. It's it be literally beautiful. built into what I do. Yeah. I so we took a step back. I the till. What embodies what we're trying to do? What's the word that embodies that? And we, we thought about this a lot. We thought about this a lot. We used a lot of different names. We're throwing stuff out there. And what we came up with was, you know, when you go into the cafe... The first person that you interact with is generally the person who's working the register. Yes, they are responsible for ringing you up, but they're also... your main point of contact for any questions you have about the product. You might have questions about the neighborhood. You you might be from out of town. Hey, we're on vacation. Where do I get good lunch? Where's a good spot to go to the beach and have a picnic with my family? Which coffee do I want? What would you recommend? You have to know everything about what's going on. It's kind of like checking into a hotel. So we came up with the idea of, The concierge, which is what you would call it at the hotel because they're not just there to ring you up, but they're there to set the tone for your experience, bring you into this thing. They're a resource for you. You it's an
0: embodiment of an ideal.
1: Yeah. So we set that up from the get-go. Cool. What do we want this position to be? It's more than just a red job. It's got to be a concierge. So you start at concierge. Now, given everything we've just said, it's not hard to imagine how you have the power to make someone's day to give someone an experience that they can remember right from that position so you take something as basic as language the shift from red job to concierge and you immediately give that position so much more power and so much more responsibility right and it's it just sets the tone in a different way which pfft. I mean, it's 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 a game changer. Well, it says what we what
0: it essentially establishes what it means to work with us and to do cat and cloud. I mean, a lot of people out there do just want that person at the register to make sure that the order gets rang up appropriately and that the money comes in, and they don't necessarily care. And that's that I I think, in and of itself, is the first step to recognizing that we're trying to do something at least in in our opinion, very different than what we've seen generally in the specialty coffee industry, as well as in business anywhere is we want to establish that every single person is extremely meaningful and has the ability to make a pretty big impact on somebody's day from wherever they're at. And that is essentially totally why we decided concierge was so important to be the title of that. What would seemingly be like the intro first position. Yeah. And you get to direct traffic you literally get the keys to whatever's happening. People walk in and you get to dictate, especially if you decide to recognize how important you are, how fast or slow to move this individual, how much to say it's it's a mom with kids and she just needs to get her order and get moving versus somebody who wants to talk coffee. Like You get to decide and pay attention. How much do I give or how much do I restrain myself from giving because... I'm here to serve and give the most amazing hospitality to the individual in front of me while still watching all the individuals down the line and maybe seeing like the most important is I can see that one down there. That one's kind of squirming. They might need to go to the bathroom and they've been waiting for a minute. I'm going to try to move these people through so I can get that one through, you know, and these are all of the dreams that we had prior to creating this person, the concierge. We were like, how can we make it plain and clear that this person is so badass should they decide to step into their power
1: here from day one 100 right and that that is the power of what most people would consider an entry-level position mm-hmm. and it goes into all aspects of the business so something that may be a little harder for people to realize or recognize the picture in their head most people haven't been inside a coffee roastery but sure. if you close your eyes and ma- imagine a production facility or a manufacturing plant the sexier version of that is kind of like what a coffee roastery is it it feels very functional and Mm. it is functional in some sense we roast coffee we put it into bags we put stickers on the bags we put them in packages they go in boxes out the door chupacabra beautiful again if you come in to the roastery depending on what your mindset is you could see yourself as okay i'm a packager of goods I package things. But if you take a step back, you can think about the mission. Okay, Inspire Connection, creating memorable experience. How does this? How is this memorable at all? Mm. Well, at the end of everything you do, ultimately, there's a human being. The sticker that you're putting on the bag, the coffee that you're roasting that goes in the bag, the box that you're packing, the invoice that you're signing, those all end up at someone's house. Right. We all know what it feels like to get something in the mail. Getting something in the mail feels really cool it's pretty cool i love it especially I when it comes from it. someone that you know yeah. so we get shit in the mail from amazon or something all the time that's mm, not, not as, as exciting you see the box it's got the amazon logo on it they put the smiley face on it in an attempt to make us feel good about supporting this bullshit huge corporation it got here fast got here fast wow that's really nice i love convenience so do all humans it's a beautiful thing it doesn't feel special so We're trying to channel that energy for when you get something from Cat and Cloud, it feels like you got it from a person that you know. And every little thing that goes into that builds up to that experience. Mm -hmm. So this is a little bit of an aside, but we'll come back to it. When you're talking about a brand, always think that a brand is basically a promise. The stories that you tell, the imagery you put out there, how you carry yourself in the world, you're... You're making this promise to people who are engaged with you, mm. and you're saying, this is what you can expect when you deal with us. When you participate in us. our culture, this is how we treat people. Yeah. So if you get a vibe of what we're doing, you know, maybe you're listening to this right now, and you're like, oh, I'm going to buy coffee. That sounds Catching good. Vibe. Click on it. Buy some coffee. If you listen to this, and then you bought coffee, and then the coffee showed up at your house, and the tape looked all shitty on the box. Right. You're like, "Ah, eh, it's kind of weird. You open it up, you take the invoice out, and it's just some generic computer-generated invoice. The classic. It doesn't say anything. You put it aside, you pull the bag out, and you notice that the label is slightly crooked on the bag. Not super crooked, but just crooked enough to where it catches your eye, and then the seal on the top of the bag, where the bag runs through the heat sealer, right. is just slightly... It's not straight. You know, It goes up at some weird angle. All of those things add up to an experience... That, one, doesn't create this awesome memory for you because you don't get that sense of, oh, these people really care and this is a bag for me. Mm-hmm. You know, every every box that we send out should feel like a box that you're sending to your best friend. Or, oh, I'm going to take extra special care to pack yeah. it in a certain way. I want them to open it and feel feels really intentional. Special. Feels intentional. Right. So, one, we're not doing that. And, two... We're not making good on the promise that we said we're making good on. So that just creates this situation where you're like, okay, cool. You're just another coffee company. So or you only care if we go to the shop. Or you only care if we go to the shop. Right. Or you just, or just don't care about my business right? Right? at all. Right. Right. It's a like, disconnect. Yeah. Oh, you gave me 18 bucks and we sent you this stuff and that's yeah. it. All we think about is just transactional. Exactly. So everything that goes <clears throat> into that box opening experience. Down to, you know, whoever's in the roastery putting hundreds and thousands (laughs) of little stickers on little bags. Right. It has to be perfect. That job is super important because if it's not dialed in, that all ends up with the end user and doesn't make good on our mission. It doesn't create this memorable experience. It doesn't inspire anything. It just feels like, oh, cool. Coffee. (laughs) These people don't give a shit. I I just think that, and it's not,
0: maybe I'm beating the dead horse, but the whole point is that you can feel like your portion is like you almost like you have a little autonomy within our company to create and be interested and curious yourself like i think that maybe is not maybe i know that's part of why we want our company to be the way it is is that we would come from a place where we felt at times powerless to make a call make a move express ourselves in whatever capacity and we want to create a place where somebody could hopefully feel like oh i'm putting this bag and this box and this coffee and this tamper and this whatever together that's coming from me and I am the person packing it not cat and cloud I am doing that and or at, at the register or even making coffee like I am putting this out and I get to put my own little me into it and that, I mean down to when we were doing our subscription service and signing all the all the invoices ourselves and writing little notes like that was so fun to me because I was just going to be serious goofy and uh express like thankfulness through whatever i wrote and i would just find something in their name where they lived and tie it to some either pop culture reference or just whatever is going through my mind like and that was a way for me to be like okay i'm connecting with this person i've never met before they're going to understand me just a bit and they're going to get this coffee that they already wanted and they're going to come away with something more than just like A bag of coffee, which is enough for a lot of people. Like, I just ordered a bag of coffee. Thanks for my bag of coffee. But on this invoice comes a little something. They're like, oh, that's either kitschy or they read, they know that I read their name. They know I saw where they live. Like, they know that stuff to me is, I think, the opportunity of at least. One of the best opportunities you could have at a of job. Of a lifetime. I was going to say of a <laughs> lifetime. But I do, I do believe that in the context of life. Like the ability to do that is actually the one of the most important things in life is that connection piece. But at a job, that's like leaving your mark everywhere you go
1: should you decide to do it appropriately. It's really awesome. Well, it goes two ways. So some things I think are like that and yeah. some things are absolutely not. So. Right. Putting the label on a bag, it has to be done a certain way. Sure. There is no room for you to have autonomy in how you put the label on the bag. It well, that's has why you have to, mission values It has approach. to be perfect. Right. Well, that's where uh, it, even if you don't see your personality shine through in the work, mm. if you're engaged in the culture and you believe in what's happening, right, you don't have to see yourself in that moment. You're doing it for the people that are going to open it. Mm-hmm. And you know that that's the thing to do. And then there's certain certain places where you can exercise a little bit of that autonomy within the guardrails that are the mission vision values um being on concierge station is one of those you know we don't want robots um we don't you don't want robots anywhere you know it's that's why actually we do have the bags uh hand labeled (laughs) right we could do robots all day in the roastery if we wanted to and we hand draw on every invoice like you're saying so every invoice that gets printed out and if an actual human takes a sharpie and draws a little picture Mm -hmm. writes a little note those go into the bags so you know when you open it it's very clear that this is packed by a human and some human that is a part of this culture not just a random fulfillment center right in the middle
0: of wherever i mean same thing with the bags to go in the kitchen as well they draw a picture on it with you because everything's to go right
1: now thanks pandemic this has been brought to you by pandemic (laughs) and I, i there's so many different there's so many different levels to that there is a time in that bag labeling thing where something will come up where you have to not be a robot. Like when problems happen, sure. that's when you have to not be a robot. And that's when you have to use that mission to operate to the best of your ability. Yeah, But it's that slippery slope, right? Could be. To where, or at least I, this would be an interesting discussion to right. have because you want to see yourself in your work and you want to take pride about what you're doing. Sure. You're not always in my opinion, you're not always doing it to leave your mark on the thing. No. Right. No, no, no. That but that's what the whole point of having a mission and values
0: is, is that you're able to know you're in line with something bigger than yourself. And then you're able to express yourself when it's the most authentic to you. Right. And that's when you know, at least for me, that's when it's that's when it's good. Cause then you know you're not going to make you're not making a mistake and you're able to do it in an authentic way. So to me that's just one of the beauties. If you can pull it off, is giving the I don't know the leeway, the rope make the, the the rope long and loose so that it's it's able to go to true north still, no matter what happens. But you're able to kind of be yourself in the process. That's more what I'm talking. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I I back you on that. Yeah, one. Yeah. that totally makes sense. And that to me is what allows for a job to not feel constrictive but freeing. It also allows for the right people. To fit in and excel at the place and it allows for freedom for people who don't fit to be okay with that and for us like for it to be no hard feelings either way just go do a different job that's okay you don't have to be here we don't dislike you. It just isn't your natural way of doing things, and it doesn't jibe with how we're going to do things. 100%. So there's, there's just so much, and there's layers and layers. Maybe we can get into that at another podcast. Essentially, inspiring connection by creating a memorable experience, though. Way to bring it around. Is so important to us for a few huge reasons. One, Inspiration leads to progress cool (laughs) innovation betterment all these things that we all love sick (laughs) as fuck (laughs) inspire connection we need it because seriously being lonely is the worst thing in the world it's going to kill you we know that as well inspire connection by creating we all want to be creative and i know we can go deeper into this but this is just how my i always like list it out and then go in I mean, being creative is what also drives human beings. We all want to be creative on some level, no matter what. There's nobody in the world who has zero creative bone in their body. They just might not have been told by the media that they're creative in the right way. And so they're they're therefore feeling lame about themselves. Anyway, (laughs) creating, (laughs) dude, being able to be creative. And then memories are the things that last. Memories are the things that when you create them, you hopefully look back on them fondly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're going to have them no matter what and we'd like to be a part of creating memorable experiences that are inspiring fun and connective and and it's not like we got there right away we've iterated this mission a couple times early on and i and we were trying to say what we are saying now which is we love experiences in all these different ways we love to go to a thing and feel like we're in a for me, like a story for you, a story too. But like, you know, it's like, whether it's a skate shop or a place like, or a concert, like people like to go and have an experience and we realize we have to create these things in some capacity, even down to this, which is like the beginning of the next experience of the podcast, which we started and helped launch our whole company. It's all evolving. It's all getting better. And we're trying to find ways to be created, creative and inspired and connected to what we do and not, you know, get to that point where, as business owners our job is to grow i mean it's our job is to do whatever we want but to me it's to be able to <laughs> our job is to do whatever <laughs> well, we want well not meaning you we can do whatever we want but to me one of the things that i'd like to do is grow the business to provide more jobs for other people to expand our reach and so for me that would mean that we you like in this process of stepping away how can we feel creative inspired and connected even though we don't get to do the thing that we literally started we don't physically do that anymore so that's part of why this mission to me is so important and the consistent evolution is like working a muscle but that's like maybe again for the future to talk about as well it's just how big the mission can be from the intro to concierge to where we're at kind of now and where we're starting to evolve to which is what's next and how do we engage with it what do you want to talk about now though (laughs) I just went on a ramp.